So welcome everybody. Uh, my name is Joe Workman and this is our uh, weekly uh, WeaverCast that we do every Wednesday afternoon. And uh, we go over all things kind of web related. Um, go over a lot of stuff, especially with a Rapid Weaver twist. As you know, uh, you've probably heard me from the Rapid Weaver world. Um, a lot of my visitors are from there. And uh, we basically go a lot of, you know, review a lot of things uh, about uh, how to develop new websites some new web technologies, how to, you know, test and develop websites. And a lot of times it does, I, I do show th and demonstrate things uh, with it with a Rapid Weaver twist to them. Uh, so today, in today's show, uh, we're going to be going over a, a new product or it's, it's actually an old product with a new update. And uh, it sparked my interest because of a, a recent bundle. There is a, a new bundle out uh, right now called uh, from Mac Legion that uh, contains a bunch of really great apps. Um, I actually, if you haven't watched it, I did a, a full-blown webcast, I believe a week and a half ago, um, on all the bundles that are going on right now and my thoughts and reviews of them. And uh, this Mac Legion bundle, which uh, ends eight days from today, um, contains an app called Banner Zest. And Bannerzest has traditionally been a flash-based um, slideshow and media generator for web pages. Okay, it does have some nice, uh, some Rapid Weaver integrations. Um, however, it, it is all flash-based, so I've always kind of leaned away from it uh, because you know us Mac people, you know, we, we like to uh, to stick with. Uh, Stick with our guns. Try not to use Flash, especially since you know it doesn't work on iOS devices, um, and it doesn't work very well in Android devices either, right? Um, yeah, Android supports it, but it definitely kills battery life from from what I've been told and heard. And uh, the up and coming Windows 8 phone, from what I understand, is ditching Flash as well. So, with all these reasons, you know, we we definitely don't want to use Flash, right? It that's pretty obvious, okay. Um, so when, when I saw Banner Zest in this bundle, I was like, ah, Banner Zest, have it been there, done that. But, uh, what I didn't notice was that Banner Zest has recently released version three and uh, version three of this app contains full HTML5 support, um, which is pretty mind blowing. So Banner Zest Pro, which is a part of this bundle now. Uh, has full HTML5 support, um, so you can have your cool banner zest little widgets and slideshows and whatnot, and still have them work on your iOS devices. Okay, uh, and then of course it will fall back to Flash when it can. So in Firefox and Internet Explorer and things of that nature, um, it will fall back to the, its Flash counterpart, but use HTML5 when it can. Okay, or when it's configured to. Um, so let's go ahead and dive into Banner Zest. Um, the second part of this today, we're gonna gonna go over um, a network link conditioner uh, and uh, quickly show you how uh, you can use this cool, great new tool in Lion to really help you, um, you know, test your speed of your websites on various networks. Uh, how's it gonna look on a dial-up connection? How's it gonna look on someone's, uh, you know, 3G phone? Things of that nature. So uh, we're going to dive into that uh, at the second part of this webcast. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into Banner Zest. I now have uh, Banner Zest open. And as you see, when you open up Banner Zest, uh, you just have an image drop area. 
Now I've already configured some images here. I'm just going to select and you basically just drag and drop your images directly into Banner Zest. Okay. So as you see here, uh, with Banner Zest, it's simply I simply drug my images in, and it automatically selected a default theme, and it started you know generating my slideshows for me. I mean, couldn't be simpler, right? Um, now you can go ahead and edit uh, edit your titles and your captions. So you could say you know this is you know uh, fighting or samurai training. How about that? Samurai training, okay. So I've added some titles and things, and as you see, if I click on reload, it now has my new titles in here. So um, as you drag in media, okay, uh, you can go in here. You can also add URLs so that if a particular image is clicked, um, then everything will work perfectly for you, okay. Uh, so if an image is clicked, I'm sorry, the URL will then be launched. It basically turns the images into, into links. Okay. So that's very nice. Of course, I only changed the title. You also have kind of some subtitles here, which by default is the date. Okay. Um, but you can also change that as well. You can add your own media, as much media as you want, and it will cycle through all of those for you. Okay. You can also add your own audio files. Um, now from my uh, limited testing so far of this version, um, audio support is only is limited to the Flash-based uh, players, okay? So your audio that you've selected will only work on Flash, okay? So when HTML5 is used in particular browsers, um, the audio is will not work unless it's Flash, okay? So this kind of goes into the into the media. Very simple. You can just drag and drop your, your images into here, edit your titles, edit your subtitles, add URLs, things of that nature. Um, you can, I guess you can also do a few more things. You can actually go ahead and crop images. So if you click on the little, if you notice that I click on the little crop button. So inside the inspector for every single image, there is a, uh, a few buttons here. The top one is to delete. Uh, this middle one here is um, kind of to preview that in preview, okay? And the last one is crop. And this is where you can you can crop, you can kind of add backgrounds, you can do a few, uh, very little, mostly cropping. Um, so I'm going to leave things as it was on deep by default, but you can definitely, as you see, it does crop the, the original image to create everything as a square, and you can modify that here, okay? Um, so let's go ahead in the next tab we, in the inspector we have our themes okay now if you notice the themes um, there there are several tabs under here the first is all the second tab is flash only themes okay and the final tab is HTML so these are themes that support HTML5 and will fall back to flash when necessary okay there are several themes that do not support HTML5 um, so, you know, make sure that you, you pick a theme if you want to make sure you're using HTML5 uh, that you, you go to this HTML tab and you make sure that it has this little 5 up here in the corner. Let's cycle through some of these themes to kind of see what's available in HTML5. So as you pick a theme, 
you'll see that it, they dynamically change over here in the browser um, so that if you keep clicking through your themes you can see exactly what everything is okay so you have cover flow uh, we have kind of a, a fading grid which uh, images will display as a grid and kind of fade out fade in things of that nature um, some falling stripes okay um, falling stripes too kind of different effects again uh, these are pretty amazing because all of these are HTML5 and they are not flash okay although again they will have flash fallbacks for browsers that don't support it okay uh, gallery now this is an interesting one because uh, if you if you're familiar with some of my stacks plugins you'll uh, be able to see that this is basically the scroll stack um, I have a scroll stack that basically does this same exact uh, functionality as this uh, theme banners Zest theme here um, so that's kind of cool um, but again available in banners Zest. Uh, multi flip which is kind of cool Let's see quadrato we have quadrato which does what okay we have a simple 3d wall which kind of fades out and fades in very nice slideshow uh, again just a simple slideshow snake grid unfold uh, and then last but not least the water apparition so uh, this is actually really nice one. I, I'm pretty amazed at this one uh, actually works well in HTML5 so this, it's pretty cool I, I'm happy with that so now that we've kind of reviewed some of these themes uh, I'm gonna go ahead and, and select a particular theme to play with um, for actually developing and and pushing out and distributing uh, from our Rapid Weaver website. So I'm going to go ahead and select this bouncy theme. Um, so we have a bouncy theme. Uh, I have all of my um, my images selected. Um, so now that we've chosen a theme. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and let's go into settings. Okay. Um, now I'm not going to go through all of the settings, but every single theme here has settings. Okay. Where you can really trick out everything, define the colors, the background color, the borders, the heights of each bars, um, the size, the actual size of the, the of the widget itself, borders, gradients. Uh, how do you want to style the titles? How do you want to style the subtitles? Right? Um, you know, speeds for animations, uh, various filters um, for shadows and things of that nature. Okay? I'm not going to dive through and go through each of these, but I'm sure all of you are able to, you know, able to actually play around with these yourselves so that, uh, you know, you can definitely, uh, you know, customize this um, as much as you want. Okay? You can also save your presets if you have a, a particular if you get a theme particularly how you like it and you want to save it for the future you can go ahead and save that preset here okay um, and finally the final tab is publish okay so this is what we're going to be going into now we want to actually publish this 
um, site, okay, or this particular widget to our website, okay. Um, so to do that, you're going to have to actually configure your web server. So if you go um, into server and then go down to edit server list, you can go ahead and add in configure all of your um, your login information. I've already done that. So um, I'm going to go ahead and select my FTP server. Okay. Um, I'm, then you have also export functions. So, you know, do you want to export high quality JPEGs? Um, you know, where do you want this media to show up? Do you want to be in the same window? You can actually have um, with the pro version of Banner Zest, you can have it show up in a, if you click on the, any images that will open those images in a light box or a shadow box, if you like, I'm going to leave that as none. Okay. Um, you can also for flash, you can merge everything into a single SWF file or have the SWF file and all the images separate. Apparently, you know, if you have a one large file, it's of course going to cause, you know, longer download times. So, um, you know, I'm not an expert, but I would probably recommend leaving that unchecked. Okay. So once you have all that set, go ahead and click on the publish button and it will publish to your, um, now I've already tested earlier today. So, uh, basically what I recommend you do is you create a folder on your web server. Okay, I'm going to cancel this. Create a folder on your web server. So this is the folder. Um, so I said you, we select the server here. Then there's a subfolder. Okay. Now, if you click on that, it's going to automatically give you, it's going to FTP into your server and give you a list of folders. I've created a BZest folder on my web server that I want to publish to. So you select that. Then you simply click on the publish button and it's going to say, I already, I found data in here. Do we want to replace? And yes, I want to replace. So let's go ahead and it's currently uploading all of these files to my web server and, and we're done. Okay. Um, now you can go ahead and say show, um, you know, show banner and it will, you know, open up that particular banner on your website for you. Okay. So here's our banner. Okay. So next let's go ahead and actually work on getting this into uh, RapidWeaver. So we want to actually have this inside of our RapidWeaver site. So let's go ahead and do that. So I have my RapidWeaver file here and essentially um, I'm going to show you how to do this on a stacks page, but um, you can literally do this, you know, in a style text page or an HTML page. Um, things of that nature. So what we're going to want to do is we're going to want to drag out an HTML stack. Uh, we actually going to want to bring back, uh, bring back Banner Zest Pro, and we're going to want to go show HTML. Um, and then as you see here, um, you know, basically for all of these, you see the RapidWeaver logo up here on the top. Uh, it gives you some HTML code that you can just paste directly into RapidWeaver. Basically, you're just going to click this copy this code button. And now we can get out of banner zest here and paste that code directly into RapidWeaver. Okay. And if we preview this here, we notice that we have our beautiful uh, banner zest banner that we had created um, inside banner zest. Okay. And if we go ahead and publish this, so I'm gonna I'm gonna publish this site. Okay, so our site is now published. Uh, so let's go ahead and view this. 
So here we go. Our banners S banner is loaded onto our website. Um, and all we had to do is copy and paste some code uh, from banners S directly into my Rapid Weaver page. Now you might think because I'm in Safari that this is going to show up in HTML5. Okay. That is exactly what I had, I had expected. However, um, oh, actually, look at that. It is. Um, I, I had ran some tests earlier today, and, uh, and it wasn't. I must have done something different. But uh, as you see, bam, we, we have full-blown um, HTML5 inside Safari. Okay. Now, if we want to preview this inside Firefox. So it, uh, it has gone ahead and um, used a different slideshow. Uh, maybe the HTML5, that, that could be it as well. So the HTML5 uh, um, that it's, we're seeing here inside, uh, rap, inside Rapid Weaver, inside Safari, is, is properly working. However, inside Firefox, it's defaulted down to a, a more simpler slideshow. Very interesting. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and try something new. Um, so if I go back into Banner Zest, uh, let's go ahead and change our theme to ah. So here we go. Okay. Uh, look, I'm still learning as well. So we have here, we have the uh, the alternate, um, which is what we were seeing in Firefox, and then the HTML5 theme that we were seeing here. Ah, okay. So this is where you can define three different things. I'm seeing this now. Okay, so we have a flat. We I didn't define a flash slideshow. Okay. So for flash slideshow, we want to show um, this particular um, thing. Okay, for HTML5, you go and you add um, what we want to use for HTML5, and then our alternate for any other browsers that do that doesn't have flash and or HTML5. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and do that. Uh, I'm now going to let's go ahead and save that. And, uh, and let's go ahead and publish. Let's publish that again. Uh, let's go ahead and replace. If we go back into Safari, uh, let's go ahead and reload. Okay, we now have the we now have the flash um, based, um, which is what I was seeing earlier. So because we had defined a flashed based animation, um, what I've discovered is that it will use that flash based animation in every way possible, so that uh, you have it you know the same look and feel across as many browsers as possible. Okay, now if we were to go, go into Firefox now and look. Oops. 
So if you were to look at this, uh, this in, there we go. If we were looking at this in Firefox now, we'll see that, um, you know, our, we definitely have, uh, you'll see that we definitely have Flash showing and, uh, and working. However, we want to make sure that even though this is using Flash, uh, in both Firefox, it's also using it in, in Safari. Well, what about iOS? Okay, so if we bring up our iOS simulator, uh, and I've kind of, I've reviewed this iOS simulator in past shows, so uh, please check my, my podcast archive or my, or my Vimeo uh, webcast pages to, to view those. Um, so let's go ahead and go into, uh, bring up our iOS simulator. And let's go into sandbox.joeworkman.net. And we'll see here that it has fallen back to our HTML5 version of this particular theme. Um, so it per works perfectly um, in all iOS devices. Uh, however, on all browsers that do support Flash, it attempts to use Flash first. So, um, you know, that's really killer. Um, I, I wish that it, it actually tried HTML5 first um, and then fall back to Flash. However, it seems to see uh, whether or not Flash is enabled. If Flash is enabled on a particular browser, it then uses Flash. However, if Flash is not enabled, it'll then fall back to HTML5 or further back to the alternative, okay? So, you know, I, I think this is, uh, you know, it is, it is acceptable. It's definitely better than, than not having Flash at all, or I'm only having Flash, not supporting anything. So this way, you're, you're, you can actually define what your website's going to look like on an iOS device and have it look, you know, strikingly similar uh, to what it looks like on the desktop. So I think, that, I think this is great. I think it's a perfect, uh, you know, use, uh, you know, and, and a great update to Banner Zest. So again, if you're interested in Banner Zest, it would be awesome if, uh, you know, go ahead and check out that uh, great Mac Legion bundle uh, that we saw. Um, you have eight days left to get uh, to pick it up uh, for only 50 bucks is for the bundle. Uh, after that, uh, Banner Zest Pro is $130. So um, it's a little pricey. So, you know, if you, if you like it, if you think it's great, uh, you know, you're going to want to snatch that up now. I'm going to switch gears a little bit, and uh, we're now going to go over the second part of our uh, screencast here, and uh, we're going to review a new feature in Lion, and this is a network link conditioner, and it is a preference pane, so if you see here, if you go to system preferences, there is a network link conditioner. Now, this network link conditioner does not get installed by default in Lion. Okay, uh, essentially it does come with the developer tools. So I, I've praised the uh, use of developer tools, basically Xcode, um, in the past, even for non-Mac uh, or iPhone developers. Okay, uh, there are a lot of really great developer-related tools, uh, such as the iOS simulator that we saw just a few minutes ago, uh, that all come with Xcode. So if you go to the Mac App Store, um, if A, if you're a registered uh, developer, uh, you get Xcode and everything for free. 
Uh, if you're not, you can go to the App Store and for, I believe it's only $5, you can pick up Xcode and all of these other great tools that come with it um, for only five bucks, okay? So this network link conditioner gets in, gets uh, installed with Xcode um, and even then it, you have to actually find it to enable it. Um, so to find it, if you open up Finder, uh, and then you go into your applications and you find your utilities folder. Uh, go ahead and find where is utilities? Utilities. And inside here, you're going to find a folder called Network Link Conditioner. Okay. And inside there is a preference pane. Go ahead and double click on that and it will install it. I already have it installed. Okay. Uh, and it will install that Network Link Conditioner for you. Now, it, this is a really simple tool. Um, essentially, you go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and enable that. Uh, basically, there's already a bunch of default profiles set up here for you. Uh, you can go ahead and say, I want, um, I want to test 3G speed. So basically, uh, you, you can test how your app or your website okay, is going to react uh, once your your network is limited to a potential speed of 3G good connectivity, okay, and you can see what that means. That means basically you'll get 850k down. Your upload is a maximum of 420k, okay. Um, if you can go a uh, kind of a worse 3G connection is 300 or 780k down, 330k up, okay. You can go. You can go even further down. You can go into you know the edge network, which is an even slower connection. Um, and now I'm not going to turn it on because this is probably going to really degrade my uh, network connectivity here for this webcast. But basically, you go ahead and select uh, the connectivity that you want. Go ahead and turn it on. And once you've turned it on, um, it will then hijack your network connection and and limit the bandwidth for your network connection. Um, to what you've defined. You can then go ahead and launch your application and or your website and see how your how fast your website will load uh, with the reduced network speed. Now you can also go ahead and define custom profiles. So um, if you click on this manage profiles button, uh, you can see all of the profiles that are here and then you can go ahead and add your own. I created uh, one here for uh, I call dial-up, which is basically you know the old 14 4K modems, um, you can limit those. Okay, so basically you say you define what your download speed is. Um, you know, do you want how many packets? How you know percentage packet loss do you want? Okay, so you know potential. You know how much noise is on the line? How much you know you know latency are you gonna have? Here's your download link delay. So how long is it going to take to actually ping your server and come back? Um, things of that nature. Okay. And again, you can define these links as kilobytes per second or megabytes per second. Okay. Um, and then of course DNS delay. So how long is it going to actually take to actually go ahead and instantiate your DNS reply? So that pretty much does it for the network link conditioner. It's a really simple tool. Um, I think it's it's definitely useful and easy to use, um, but it's again it's a great tool and it's free if you already have the developer tools installed. Uh, I think the network the developer tools are uh, something really great that every even web developer should have. 
um, especially for the iOS uh, simulator. And here's another gem in this network link conditioner. So that's really going to do it for today, guys. Um, it's short webcast. Uh, I wanted to kind of go in and, and hit some some really great two great points. Um, and uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, as always, you can go ahead and check out my recorded podcasts in iTunes. And uh, so please, if, if you enjoy our podcast, if you like these, please go ahead and give us some great reviews in iTunes. Uh, I would really appreciate it. Then we can, uh, you know, it'll kind of up our scores and uh, everyone, even more people will get to enjoy these. Um, so please go ahead and go into iTunes and, uh, and, sh and give me a great review if you like it. Um, and uh, please send us more comments. Uh, go to our contact page and send me comments on, on what you like, what you like, what you want to hear in future podcasts. So uh, thank you very much, everybody. Uh, and I hope you have a great day. Bye.